Good morning, Arium. What's going on, everyone out there? Welcome to Council of Elders, episode five. I think is what we're on. I believe. I, don't don't quote me on that. Nick, Mama how you, number five. How you doing, buddy? Absolutely phenomenal. I uh, I always watch the intro on Twitch because that explosion is just so good. It's so epic, right? Well, I got some new things in plan, so we've got some new stuff coming down the pipeline. Uh, amp it up even more. So. Uh, Look forward to that, everyone. We got some amazing guests coming on this show. We've got a doxing, ladies and gentlemen. Just so you know, uh, it's going to be hype. But before we get to those guests, I do want to ask you, how's Unity Port going, buddy? It's going very, very well. I'm so excited to, to get it out um, in, in July with the official release. Um, lots to talk about on that. Mm. Um, the... Uh, uh, that we basically have already like reached parity. Now the new features are starting to roll in. So uh, live PVP is pretty much ready to go. Um, the front end got built out and the back end, uh, Dave just approved it and said it was looking really clean. Um, obviously there's gonna uh, you know, be a little uh, testing and, and debugging, but yeah. um, that feature is built in, which is awesome. That's and awesome. Uh, yeah, and now we're really trying over the next two weeks. It's it's all like focus on classes and class abilities, and then getting the eight new dungeons in. So I mean, we have a a lot of work. This is the biggest you know group effort we've had as a team, yeah, like all yeah. pushing towards like one big goal. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I I just can't wait to get in the hands of everyone because so I think it's it's going to come in. You, it's going to come in much more solid than just uh, the port we were originally planning on doing. Do you finally feel like you're really building a game and like you're actually a game developer now? Is it, does it, yeah, does it feel real now? Yeah, very much so. I mean, it, you know, uh, I think a lot of people don't, you know, rem like remember the ramp up with Crypto Raiders. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It wasn't, you know, out of, out of the gate, it wasn't a, a, a full time thing. You know, the, uh, everyone pretty much went full time. Um, in early November. Um, but at that time, you know, maybe we had five people on the team yeah, full time. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And now we have upwards of 20. And the, that core team has been together for like three or four months now. Um, and we're really getting into like the swing of things. That's awesome. Like the, yeah, the, the art team is just absolutely crushing it. The, the dev team is like, you know, super synergized. Everyone's knocking out different projects concurrently. It's, uh, we're in a good spot, but yeah, I mean, that that's part of what we've been, you know, working on is, is like maturing into that, you know, game studio mindset. Yeah. And, and this is why we're really trying to come out of the gate with unity, with some awesome new features in that, you know, the existing community is going to love. And it, I, I would like to think it's going to attract a lot of new players as well. Um, and then the, the next uh, push after that is going to be a two month cycle. Yeah. And in early September, we're going to try to launch uh, like basically we're calling it like the overworld expansion so this will have a ton of new content uh you know more than 10 new dungeons coming in maybe more we're really gonna bring gonna in a awesome. lot of content yeah um but there's gonna be uh fishing in there there's going to be the overworld trading crafting um so it's really gonna this this release in unity is like really improving the rpg side of the game mm -hmm. and then the release in september is really going to improve the mmo side of the game well, that's, that's how that's awesome well we've got a lot to talk about uh, i know the guests are they're primed and ready to ask their questions so i hope pickle docs man i, I heard hope, pickles pickles docs. i hope you're ready so let's crazy. let's go on go ahead and head on over there while langley does this senor kicks what's up how's sir? life Life's great, man. Um, very excited just to be able to do this, you know, every day. It's it's awesome. Um, family's great. It's summertime here, so getting out, getting some sun. Uh, was in Austin. Um, then I went to a, a, a wedding in L.A. Uh, but, dude, uh, traveling with a uh, toddler is tough <laughs> so it's exciting to be home and just and just relax for a little bit um and just and just do work play some games nice. how about you man yeah it's been real busy i know uh some of the some of the people in discord would ask me pickle when stream when stream haven't been getting many in uh, yeah that's life man it comes and goes busy but yeah exactly has to be done 
Exactly. We'll get some streams out of you with the Unity release. You're going to be in there grinding out. It's Keenan. We saw Keenan. Keenan, were you DMing Langley asking for some uh, intro music? Did you send him like some? Yeah. Yeah. Just like that hype song coming I in like a wrestler? Him. Yeah. I sent him a full playlist. He didn't use one. There we go. Yeah, we got to get Sarah on between two tickets <laughs> as well, literally. If, if Excal doesn't get back, Sarah, we'll organize for like in a couple weeks. Yeah, get, <clears throat> get, get Sarah on. He's awesome. Sarah, Sarah is an amazing sure. dude. Absolutely. All right. So you guys should be able to hear me now. We've got everything fixed. Uh, we've got it working. Keenan did not rug us. Ladies and gentlemen, we've got the beautiful Keenan, the hired actor here, uh, with the Pepe's in the background. Yeah. We got Runner 5, uh, who just uh, hit a fire hydrant because he didn't like the fire hydrant for some reason. Uh, and then we've got the Pickle, who uh, is absolutely gorgeous in all his own right. Um, and then, of course, with pickles flying around, pickles in flying around. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> uh, runner five. I hope you're okay. I hope your vehicle is okay. Um, and I hope uh, it's not too damaged. I think you're. I think he's driving, so that's why he is not on camera. But um, be safe, friend. Uh, all right, let's get into it, guys. Uh, let's get into the questions. Uh, you got about two to three questions to ask Nick. So let's see. Uh, let's see what we got, Nick or uh, Pickle. You're first on my list. So. Go ahead, bro. Am I first? You're first on my, my screen. So. Yeah, go fast. Okay. So, so my first question is is um, obviously keeping keep in the backs of our mind. Unity's coming. Lots of changes planned. We had a, a pretty interesting conversation in Discord with, uh, I think, Rye Guy was there, a bunch of other community members. Mm -hmm. I was talking about kind of some some of the, the nuances and interactions with how Endless Dungeon currently works. Mm -hmm. knowing that it's a very old build and um you know things are, are in the works to be changed it feels like endless dungeon is kind of obsolete for a lot of raiders especially if you have more than i'm gonna go with three or four raiders like even a small amount yeah it takes a long time to run and getting high tier gear that fits your build in it is so critical to being able to do more difficult dungeons yeah and there's kind of this this, this loop where you, you you can't do a high level dungeon. You need to do endless, but you can't get far in endless because you haven't got high endless tier gear, and sure. and it takes a long time to do it. And you do it, and you spend half an hour doing two raiders, and you're like, I can't do my other raiders because I only have half an hour. Because you're because you're going to do my to normal runs. The levels. Exactly, and you got seven runs now on top of the five. So there's there's a lot of time investment for sometimes. I mean. I like the fact that you can get different items in it, but part of me also doesn't like the fact that we get items at all in it because of the way it's kind of obsolete. I don't know if you guys have internally talked about the the situation there, but um, yeah, it, so it feels yeah, yeah, like that, there's that, something that's missing. Yeah, totally. Um, I I'd say that you know, uh, endless dungeon is is very very early in the you know prototype, probably not even alpha phase so there's a lot of work yeah. that we have to to do there right now definitely all the focus is on unity but i think that um that is something that definitely needs an in an upgrade and we could probably do that in the september release um maybe even potentially before um we we do have a game design doc for an upgraded version of it um that would be a heavier lift but just you know mechanically improving it um making it so that it you don't have to spend 30 minutes in in one dungeon to you know get the gear that you need to to be at the top level i i i agree that that's that's a little bit awkward and it, it's a grind when you have to do it once per day um, especially if you have multiple um raiders um there may be potentially something that we can just do on like the difficulty side and the loot side um that can you know because essentially if we you know curve the loot up better and we made it more difficult where like the average person's only going to level 10 or 15 right um and you could still get good loot at like level seven um you know something like that is much lower lift and and, and could improve it from like a an experience standpoint but yeah i mean feedback definitely noted on that it, it's definitely needs a rework it's been needing a rework for for a while so wh when we come when we come with an improvement there's you know there's two approaches we can try to just do a short-term stop gap fix or make endless dungeon just you know considerably better as a product so i'll have to talk yeah. to the team and figure out you know if we want to do like a 
kick the can down the road kind of patch. Um, <laughs> and, and if we do that, you know, maybe we could look at that after Unity gets out yeah. um, and, and try to get something out quick. Uh, we also have, um, you know, a lot of game designers now. We could we could put someone on that project. Just you know, what can we do to to plug the leaks there? Um, but yeah, I'll I'll, uh, I'll I'll talk with the team about it uh, tomorrow, and and we'll see where we can get it on the roadmap. Awesome. I think I think that's a a good comment because in this conversation on Discord we had a lot of people did did still say like it is my favorite part of the game because yeah. there is that variety that design yep. variety where no no run is the same even though it kind of feels after you've done you know seven consecutive days of one run a day at 30 minutes you're kind of like it, it's different but it's the same yep um so i think the point about the loot is where is where the issue's at yeah and for me I, i'm kind of of two minds either there should be no loot in it because you can get you know a terrible run four mythics and three legendaries in a row and you get to level 10 yep when you average like level 16 and you get something terrible or you get to floor 30 by miraculous chance which i don't because pickle luck but um <laughs> but but then you know if you, you get, get the, the wrong item that's and it's and it's an uncommon instead of a, an epic and you know then you do all the other guys got an epic and so there's totally. that level of frustration so i think the loot balance is is definitely key and and i'm not I don't have a solution for it. It's just, you know, observations and feedback. Yeah, yeah, most definitely. I mean, like, this is one of the, you know, uh, interesting things that, like, we're working on as a team is a, uh, for, like, a large part of our development cycle, we were, you know, b building the company for, like, the first year. We were very much about, like, okay, let's just get out stuff quick. Let's just get out stuff quick, right? And that has benefits, but it also has consequences, and so a, a lot of times we're having to, you know, like, like try to take longer on things, but then do it considerably better. Right. So like, is there a way to make endless dungeon considerably better? That would take us two months versus like, you know, throwing something in that would take, um, two weeks. Um, yeah. like for example, we're dealing with that right now with the classes that we're launching and we would have been able to get out all six classes with all of the abilities um and just have them run off the existing energy system but like we feel like we really need to make the game have a lot more like flavor and depth so we're like okay no we have to have all of the classes coming in with their like own unique energy systems where you know warrior or, or barbarians have rage right and paladins have like a holy corruption um you know seesaw bar and just these like really unique flavorful things um, and so we're looking like we're looking at, OK, well, let's focus on making sure we can get at least four classes out with that full like mechanical feel and then maybe get, you know, two out later versus doing all of them kind of half baked. Right. And they don't they're not exactly where we want them to be. So um, I, I think that Endless Dungeon is probably like a, a similar kind of symptom where it's like, you know, we could we could put a little bit of a patch on it, but we probably need to just like dig down and do like a, a full, a full rework. Yep. But I do agree that a lot of it could just be on the, the loot side. Um, uh, but it like upgrading, it will uh, uh, allow a lot more interesting uh, possibilities too. Cause like, for example, in the unity build now um, we can work, we just finished up uh, allowing multiple enemies in a, uh, in a battle. Um, and like, that's like stuff that we'd probably want to apply to like endless dungeon 2.0 as well. Right. Um, like cool flavor, things like that. So yeah, we'll get back to you on that. Great question. What's up, runner five. Hey, how's it going? G'day runner. How you doing? Hey pickle. How's it going? It's going pretty good. Uh, as Langley said, I may or may not have sideswiped a fire hydrant when I was moving my car off, uh, a grassy area. But I'm fine. The car door was not so fine. I'm dropping off the car right now. I'm just uh, waiting for a ride. <laughs> mm. Oh, shit, man. Sorry to hear that. That's brother. tough. At least you're good. And at least it was a swipe, not a head on, right? Yeah, yeah that's right. It, the, <laughs> the door, it looks like uh, a dinosaur from Jurassic Park got a hold of the door. But that's okay. <laughs> yeah, they can just pull that thing off, sturdy. put a new door on. You'll be fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what you're going to do. Hey, that's that's why you got the metal cage around you, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. and I ride around without that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Keenan, you are up next, my friend. What do you got for the beautiful Nick? 
Um, so I have multiple questions. I guess we should just start with the first one. Yes. Start with number one. Let's start so, with number one. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, I have seen that you are now doing permadeath tournaments. Is it also planned to be done like weekly? Or what do you think about the probability how you should do it? Yeah, that's a that's a, a great question. Uh, did you say the permadeath? Yeah. Yeah, so I think that that's something that the uh, tournament team is experimenting with. Obviously, we did one way back in the day, uh, but they're running another one now. Um, uh, I don't uh, have as much details on the tournament side. Um, Tyriel and um, your good old brother and, and um, a couple of other people there are like running the, the tournament side. So I'm not sure exactly the plans there, but I would imagine if it was well-received, it seems like they're getting the system down to you know do it more often, but I I, I would uh, I would leave that to them. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean I'm excited to uh, to see another uh, permadeath tournament in there, and uh, I wouldn't be surprised if there's more. Yeah, I have also seen like a lot of people are like hyped for it and they want to play it. Yeah, and it's basically a good return on investment. Like people have said, like you get twenty bucks back and you radar and it's level 10 radar so you don't have to level it yeah um so uh yeah i, I mean i think that I, I i've i haven't been on the the most recent call but i've like seen the chats going around and i mean it seems like they're getting like the process down to make it easier to do it in the future so um uh, once again got to leave it to them but um i i definitely think we'll do more permadeath dungeon or, or permadeath uh tournaments um we also have some, you know, uh, you know, bigger leagues and stuff like that that uh, we want to eventually do with that stuff. But yeah, I'd leave that to the to the tournament team. But um, you know, they're very receptive to the you know the community, and people are super hype over it. Maybe we see more. Yeah, did you like leak the permadeath dungeon, or was it just stayed wrong? Um, yeah, no, uh, we've talked about doing uh, you know like an actual permadeath dungeon. Um, in the past, what we were actually uh, looking at um, doing, which is, you know, taking a page from Path of Exiles book, is we were looking at trying to make permadeath leagues and how they would work is they would, like a new one would start with a big update and then you can join yeah. the, the permadeath league and it resets your character down to level one and you're like, you're playing in like a, you know, if you die, you're out kind of uh, parallel to Crypto Raiders, where like the just like Path of Exile does it. So like Path of Exile has like a standard mode and then they have like a league mode where you can go in every new season. Um, and I think that kind of format, um, it, it, if you, you, once again, then you could allow, all, you know, thousands of people into it, not just, you know, however many people you can fit into a tournament. Yeah. Um, and, and I think that just seems like the, like the cleanest kind of thing. Cause then it's also a choice for people if they want to go in or not. Uh, but then it also allows us to do like more exciting thing. Like there could be exclusive cosmetics. There could be exclusive mounts, you know, for people that make it a, a certain, you know, point through the permadeath league and stuff like that. I think that's the, uh, in addition to the permadeath tournaments themselves, which I think are fun, but I think that like league system is, mm -hmm. is like where permadeath would like really, really be fun and it would integrate super well into the game. And then you tie it with like new big content releases so then there's like actually people kind of want to grind back from like zero all the way up you know get to 10 pick a class you know yeah. grind mm -hmm. up to wherever the end game is and you know if they die along the way they die along the way um so yeah um that that's your lead. do you see that being like like you said with releases like kind of like you know season like seasonal like a season Not exactly so season like pass but like there's like a, a set season for it and then it resets yeah release. yeah yeah exactly we're, we're trying to get to like two or three month like release schedules and then with each of those release schedules we bring in a lot of new content so like the permadeath league we we would want to tie it up with that because then you're like you're having a huge excitement not just around the update but like the, the new permadeath league and we got to go in and like you know what's going to be the best build to do the end game all this theory crafting yeah that's gonna be great like i i i uh i, I compare them to diablo 
the hardcore seasons, you know, like the seasonal yep. characters. That that's what I compare it to. Uh, and yeah, great comparison. I mean, I think I think that's going to be clutch once that comes into play. I think we're all going to love that. I I see more people playing the permadeath leagues than playing normal, in my opinion. I mean, that's what we're all look, waiting for, honestly. Um, yeah. Great question, Keenan. Uh, Runner five, what do you have, buddy? So my question is going to be more so centered around the mobs. I know like there was a peak earlier this year in January where they went pretty high and obviously they've come down some, there's a bunch of great sales for anyone that's listening and wants to get a mob. Now is probably your best opportunity to get one. Um, but, uh, my question is, I know that you guys are waiting on unity to kind of push out, I guess the reward system, I guess for the mobs and maybe some additional, um, uses for them. Uh, so, my question is like, is that still the plan right now? Is, is, has something changed, I guess, since, you know, earlier this year when you guys were thinking that, or is it, the plan still the same to once unity comes that you guys are going to start implementing mobs uh, more into the game plan one way or another? Yeah. So we, we need to uh, do one more uh, manual airdrop and then, and then uh, hook in the mobs um, like automated rewards into the dungeons. Um, and and then after that, like what's on the you know the roadmap for mobs, um, we're working on a on a, a new game mode, very very early on um, that that will feature um, mobs, but that won't be out for um, a while. But in the in the short term, I think with mobs, it's really just it sort of ties back to the pickle. Um, uh, endless dungeon feedback right and it's it's really like you know mobs can shine in endless dungeon if we make a great endless dungeon 2.0 and players are you know um you know like like playing the crap out of it mm -hmm. um uh versus right now when like if you turn on you know uh if if the only thing that mobs can get is um the automated rewards and not that many people are playing endless dungeon um then it you know might not be super attractive but you know we have a lot of it, I, I think exciting things that we can do with mobs um another way is tying them into the economy um and in the economy i think the in-game economy is really going to come online with the september release um and there could be things for mobs to do um to get you know uh certain materials that are required in things like crafting right in, in crafting um you know advanced weapons or, or or like things like that um there's a potential way to like tie them in on the on the material side as well um but i think improving endless dungeons uh getting them you know uh something else to do and then we're working on um a bigger project but that's not going to come out until probably like early 2023 um but that will be featuring mobs Mobs, how old are mobs? They're like eight months old, seven months old. I think um, they October. October. Yeah. <clears throat> it's somewhere around there, I want to say, is when they came out. But I, I mean, I, I'm I'm glad to hear that you guys are doing some other stuff and that you guys are also going, I, I guess, implementing some kind of new game mode or something next year. Um, I'm still very bullish on your guys' project. I still think that you guys do a great job. Like, I don't think anyone could have foreseen. Well, maybe some people could have like the bear market and people's response to it. But at the end of the day, like right now is an absolutely amazing time to be getting like great deals on raiders and mobs mm. and mounts and anything else related to crypto raiders. Yeah, man. I mean, I, I, I it, it, it's tough to say, but, you know, sometimes like I, I think a bear market, if you're really serious about building and a lot of projects out there, um, we're probably only serious about building when the open sea secondary commissions were really strong and you know i think for a lot of projects when that's drying up they're you know you're going to see people kind of drop off like flies i think for us it, it's almost like a blessing in disguise because now it just makes the focus that much more on building a really great game um and in getting real player growth because that's what really matters long term um and and so i feel like we're in a, a a really good position to you know like capture the nft gaming market um by just you know heads down grinding here um and just releasing some really good stuff 
Well, I look forward to all the releases. That's awesome. Yeah, man. Thank you. Uh, Pickle, let's go to your next question, my friend. What do you got? Well, <clears throat> I, had a, I had a cheeky discussion with Merrick Moon. <laughs> um, <laughs> we, we, we're, we're, um, we're interested in knowing about um, the future of generations. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's been some talk about maybe just getting rid of them entirely. Uh, I've seen some people talk about just completely wiping off every generation off the face of all the Raiders and having one standard Olympic mayonnaise, if you get the Monty Python reference. Um, how has the discussion gone around generations, the recruitment of new Raiders going forward? Um, and I guess you've touched a little bit on that permadeath side, but um, is there going to be more of a balance with regards to recruitment of Raiders, permadeath, and uh, I guess generational rewards reworked, all that, all the kind of stuff that go along with the, the, the way current generations are structured. Yeah, um, I mean, it's it's always possible that we'll that we could make a rework. I, I don't think you know something like wiping characters and making them all the same. That's kind of uh, uh, that's a tough pill to swallow for some people that you oh, know yeah. maybe yeah. have you know generations ones and in twos and stuff like that um like in regards to recruitment uh i mean i think it's pretty obvious that we're definitely keeping recruitment you know paused uh until we see some like meaningful player growth where there's strong demand for new raiders um and so you know we'll we'll cross that bridge in terms of like what we want to do with the recruitment system when we get closer to that date but um i think realistically we're still you know a few uh you know, months, months, months away from needing recruitment back on again. Um, yeah. So, um, yeah, I think that the on the generation side, like, I, honestly, I I don't know what I would want to change on the generation side. I think it's fine that um, if you want to get uh, more ORM rewards that you can, um, you know, play the game more, do whatever you want to do with it. You can get a generation one if you don't really care so much about that and you're just trying to play around you can get a generation six and i think with um you know player growth will um we'll see people you know choose different options depending on their on their play style so i don't think that necessarily um needs fixing um but definitely if you know uh if we take a look at the recruitment system and we say okay like here on forward these are like how new recruits are coming out of this system I think that's something that's you know much more likely that we'll uh, we'll want to explore. So, let's say this weekend, uh-huh. Bitcoin hits 100k. Something happens, <laughs> right? Everyone's in crypto. Everyone who loves <laughs> games comes into crypto. You got two million players. All right, what are you drinking? Like a million yeah. players. What are you drinking? <laughs> I don't know. This is, we're going hypothetical. Uh, I like okay? it. Stupid hypothetical question, right? I somehow find a girlfriend. Amazingly, right? <laughs> um, <laughs> so so, what do you do? Like the teams are okay. We need we need new raiders. Um, off the top of your head, based on maybe conversations you've had uh, with Nat, yeah. with with the rep material, yeah, with Excalibur. What's the what's the future generation? Is it just raider? Is it Gen six? Is it just? I don't know, Gen Seven or is it normal? Just, is it just normal? normal? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Is I it think it's going to be like that going forward, and and the gens that we have now are going to be locked in their rarity. Yeah, I, I I think that you know if when we turn uh, recruitment back on, it could be like like it could be a, a normal uh, raider, right, with like none of the bonuses attached to it. Um, uh, but we'll have to we'll have to cross that bridge when 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 we get there. I mean, I think that the like the number one priority is just to get the game much better and get more people playing the game and that makes the game successful and then whatever changes we make to a new system it's a it's a it's a system set up for success and that's what and that's what's gonna like i i think there's there's probably 10 different ways you could do it right and probably three of them are great ideas um we really haven't gotten into the weeds on that yet like right now we're just like focused on you know, digging deep and in, in, in making a great game. And that's like something that we really haven't even had to like think about. Cause we think it's, you know, but as you said, if it happened this weekend and, and it went to hundred K, I mean, you know, 
um, we probably turn it back on if we had, you know, 50,000 <laughs> yeah, people trying to play the game and there's 68,000 yeah. uh, Raiders available. I'm, I think it would make sense to turn it on. Yeah, absolutely. No, that's it's it's <laughs> I'm getting roasted in chat. Um, <laughs> well, I mean, there's 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 all sorts. Of, I mean, like, you know, it's all like hypothetical and like, you know, th- you know, theoretical. But like when you're yeah. looking at the recruitment model in general, it's a very seesaw kind of model right mm. it's very yeah, supply sure. demand inefficient right that's just yep. the nature of how it is and then also you run into issues where uh games all sorts of games games that have been around counter-strike go I, you know I, i've played a lot of counter-strike go but me like uh, many players i'll come and i'll play for a few years and i'll stop playing right and i'll play yep. you know come back and play it like games have these wave like cycles and you know the, i think that the there's still some solving to do on how nfts can work within um these kinds of cycles so that's what i mean by like you know there's there's probably a bunch of different ways of like a better model um you know to do it going forward um but it's it's all really like you know speculation for a lack of a better word right um yeah yeah, for sure but i think i think the focus is really good and i've said this probably all year that I would be happy not having, you know, live shipping continue all the time. Mm-hmm. And I would be happy to wait for three months for a big release. Yeah. And if and you think about yourself and, um, as like a player, right? Like you may just uh, like, that's when you're going to go ham on the game, right? Like yeah. a, a big release. Yep. Uh, and yep. guess what? Maybe you only go ham on the game for two, three weeks. And then you play it at like half of that uh time for the next two or three weeks and then you play it for you know half of that time for the next two or three weeks then you drop off completely until the next cycle that's still a healthy player kind of um thing and that's very natural and you see in every single game that has expansion kind of releases whether it's world of warcraft path of exile like all of these types of games that have that you see like a huge player spike when the new content comes out and then it kind of you know dribbles down over time then it then it goes back um so yeah i mean it's we i me personally um, and just like, you know, as a team, we definitely, you know, uh, like during the, the hype cycle of, you know, NFT gaming, it's very easy to just talk about like all the things that you want to do. Um, mm. but as we've kind of like matured at like building a game, we're realizing like how important it is to, you know, not, not release 10 half baked things and instead like mature and get into these a little bit longer development cycles but just like hit bigger wins that way and i think it's going to be a way healthier um kind of game development cycle for the team the community uh like player growth like everything love it love it uh keenan let's go to you next my friend yeah yeah so is my mic okay i'm not sure about it which mic i'm using uh currently sounds fine so basically basically i wanted to speak about that token mm-hmm. and it's like it's getting uh, 20 million tokens getting unlocked every year uh, I, and... I think it's 10 million not 20. oh really yeah okay because i have read like the tokenomics and it said about 20 millions per year so that if you are after four to five years done with unlocking so I, my question is about uh, do you think that the demand is enough to handle this unlock of tokens um I, I i'm not sure to be honest with you i mean i think that uh you know you can make you can make arguments for like both sides of the equation like what you're really asking is um is is specifically the lp rewards um and that's what the lp rewards they're 10 percent every year for four years um and and that's to you know pay people or, or you know reward people for like the risk that people in the you know lp pools take um we've definitely looked at that and are very aware it's something that we've talked about you know all the time that you know the more uh rate of rewards that are given out the more that it dilutes uh supply um at the same time though in a bear market where things are shaky um you know pulling or greatly reducing rewards um where you want uh you want liquidity in these things that can be a very dangerous um thing to play with um so we're, we're i think we're being very cautious 
Um, and we may we may make changes to it, but it's not something that we want to rush out. Um, and and it's 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 also something that you know we have to be mindful of of you know market conditions when when making those kinds of um, decisions. Yeah. So I have a following question about the token. So they are like Grimweed, as example, and they don't have really a utility right now. Are you planning to give them? a use case that people tie them up or is it just gonna be a let's say use coin? Uh uh a Grimweed in particular? Yeah. Uh having just an example about them. What uh, but like is the question uh like if we're gonna make more uses for Grimweed? Yeah. Grim uh, yeah potentially. Right now the the um Grimweed is is being like used for potions maybe there's other things that'll eventually be used for but but like right now it's primarily used for um potions um but yeah i mean there's always a chance that it could be used for other things um once again we're very early in in that you know economic cycle too like you know building out the material side of the economy so um i can't really say you know for sure if we're going to add things or if we're going to make Grimweed do something else. But like, you know, for now, the utility for it is is potions. Um, but uh, with the September release, we're going to be doing a lot of, you know, expansion to the economy. So, um, you know, maybe it has more utility, maybe it doesn't. And there's a, a, a new type of thing that you can farm that has, a, a, you know, different utility. Uh, so basically, you have spoken about utilities for tokens and uh, it's about our room, so we are not anymore having any recruitment for like at the moment. And you have said most likely for the next few months it's not gonna be used. So are you planning like a utility for this time? Uh, what, uh like a sink for uh, Orum? I think he's talking about like a sink uh, for Orum. I think for you, yeah, a sink for Orum. Um, yeah. Uh, right now, like uh, we're we're sprinting towards um, getting the Unity release out. Um, we already have a big sync for Orm, and that's uh, Dungeon Keys, and we're super excited to see how Dungeon Key usage um, happens uh, with the Unity release. Um, and then there's also some some Orm syncs that we uh, definitely have uh, planned. I don't even necessarily like calling it Orm syncs anymore, but you know, more ways to use Orm, more ways to more things to to spend your currency on. And I mean, that's a key component of you know any type of game like this so we're we're gonna have tons of things um you know in that in that area um but you know a, as we've talked about on this call it's like not something that we just want to like rush in like quick little patches like we could go in and we could um put all of these orum sinks that are effective orum sinks but like feel clunky in the game um or are literally just like taxes on players and uh, I, I think there's a lot cooler things that we can do with it. Um, but we monitor uh, the, the like, amount of Aurum being used in the game and the amount of Aurum being uh, withdrawn uh, out of the game. Um, there's, there's no uh, significant um, like Aurum cell pressure actually coming from the game. Um, there's, there's not a ton of Aurum being bridged out on a consistent basis and and uh, being like put into the liquidity pools. Um, a lot of the Orum is staying in the game and being used in the game. So I think that's really good to see. And as we add more ways to use Orum in game, like I, I think we'll see even more interesting things there. But yeah. um, I, I think a lot of people that like don't have access to all the data that we have, um, you know, uh, are, are like, oh my gosh, like the, you know, player rewards are on and it's, uh, bonkers it's 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 really not like a lot of people are um you know using it to play the game uh we don't have any syncs set with uh the unity release um a, a additional ones but um I, I i do think that we'll we'll have more good ways to spend orum on the horizon um but they're going to be quality they're not just going to be um uh, you know taxes for a lack of a better word which is ineffective but yeah not that cool you know way of doing it in, in some cases you kind of have to do it right like you know durability is is an easy way to um make people spend in-game gold or currency you use a weapon or, or a piece of gear for a certain amount of time um 
and then you know you have to repair it um and and you know that's one you know functionality that we're looking at but we'd also like to have like things that you can buy with orm right like fishing rods or stuff like that so yeah. uh stay tuned so i also have like an idea about how we could just use trader if you have like two raiders that are level one you uh -huh. can burn one of them to get one to level 10. Yeah, that's right. That would be also super cool for people who are not really motivated to raid, like Pickle. <laughs> called him out. Hey, wow. I just don't have the time, okay? Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, I I think that that's like definitely a, a mechanic that, you know, we could do. Uh, like, whether we want to do that. Like, I mean, that's essentially just letting, like, someone, like, pay to get the, to the end of the game. Like from a from a game perspective, I'm not sure that that's like anything more than like a like a like a, a stopgap, um, or like kind of like a like a like a gimmick. You know what I mean? But like if you could if you could uh, do that mechanic and you still had to level up the character, but you know you le you leveled at twice the XP speed or something like that. Um, you know we've we've looked at you know things like that um, for sure um where people yeah. can kind of like you know level up quicker but it's it's a tricky thing right when you're when you're dealing with the game like if it if it starts to become just like too transactional and and not like a game there's a very delicate balance there and some of those things like sound good in like the you know short term but then in the long term like is it is it building a healthy game and like a healthy community so um but but yeah i i think that there's you know all sorts of things that we can do there i look at yeah. the uh, situation more like um, we just want more players. Mm. Um, That's a good yeah, point. It's, it's, wait, you can hear me? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So it's like we are in the market and I don't think that anyone who isn't already in crypto want to join us in this time. But I don't know. If like you build a really good game, it's... Yeah, exactly, right? If, uh, you, yeah. if you like the If you like the game, and I think that's why I'm really excited to see what happens with unity because when you know there's you know live pvp there's matchmaking you're in dungeons where you're fighting multiple enemies in the same scene and you're you know trying to figure out which one you need to kill first um when there's classes class abilities like that's feeling like a like a real rpg there um and then especially when you look at the september release where you're going to have like overworld player to player interaction and and like socializing yeah. right to be able to get in at 20 bucks or 25 bucks um you know and uh i i also really think that who knows with the if we're going into a three-year bear market if we're going into a one-year bear market or if in three months everyone's going to be screaming yolo to the moon again like you know <laughs> anyone that yeah. has a crystal ball um wouldn't be on you know wouldn't be talking to anyone you know or be on twitter or something like that to be uh, owning an island because they they would have made ludicrous amounts of you know money with a with a crystal ball so um yeah i i think it's really just like the getting to the fundamentals of you know build a great game get on these good cycles attract new players and we have like a very uh uh you know attractive entry point right now so we can turn it into a strength yes. yeah, it's basically 15 bucks i have seen last time for a which is pretty much i have also told uh, lung and pickle about it. it's just if you buy some time a food outside or if you just go to uber eats and get a burger or something like it it's just 15 bucks exactly that doesn't hurt if it goes to zero exactly um so get the game to a you know a great state and then uh you know attract new players and they get to come in at uh you know a price like that that's what you know honestly nft gaming is going to look like and is going to feel like um yeah if you guys saw the diablo release and the amount of um you know kind of blowback and pushback to the monetization in it mm. and the fact that um you know someone said theoretically you could spend uh, over a hundred thousand dollars to like you know fully max out the character or, or whatever um I think a lot of people in like the gaming community, their hesitancy towards NFTs, um, and we've we've done uh, market research with our PR firm. We have literally data around this, um, and you know a, a strong percentage of people think that like the the system is set up only for people with a ton of money. When you think about gaming and NFT gaming, like 
the entry point's not going to be six hundred dollars. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's going to be twenty dollars. It's going to be you know fifty bucks to get into a game. Sure, they'll probably be to buy end game right now. Exactly. I'm sure there'll be like you know high end games. I'm sure that a little bit more niche that have like you know are styled and in like attracted towards like you know big whales. And in our game, definitely has monetization and play to win elements. Right, you got to buy dungeon keys to get better gear to compete at the high level. So I'm not trying to act like we're an angel, and and they're not. But I I do think that you know like an affordable entry price. Um, is going to work out at, at getting lots of new players into the game but the 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 real like grind is getting the game to a place where we're yeah. going to be able to attract a lot of players and get a lot of excitement and i i feel good about the next two cycles uh getting us moving strongly in that direction that's great so it's also proof of stake of assume it's gonna come out like in one to two months yeah 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 i heard that too so are you also planning to switch over i would say to assume to attract more people or is it just stay on polygon and offer like assume people a way to join yeah i mean i i don't think that the uh that the you know bridging um uh you know stuff is is cra like a crazy 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 barrier um, I think the biggest barrier is setting up a MetaMask account and, and getting money onto MetaMask, right? Like that's the biggest, uh, yeah. getting money into crypto on, onboarding is, you know, a, a bigger barrier in terms of like moving to Ethereum. Uh, I mean, the biggest problem with Ethereum is the cost of the, you know, transactional costs. Um, and it's, yeah, it's, and if it gets deleted or it's not anymore, say, and proof of stake, it just, yeah, I don't think proof of, to join. I'm not sure if proof of, uh, uh, if the costs are going to go down right away. Um, I've definitely read that it's going to reduce the energy impact significantly, and it's going yeah. to make uh, Ethereum um, be net deflationary and not expansionary. So like in terms of betting on Ethereum, you know, who knows, maybe that's, you know, attractive catalysts, but I don't think that it's going to make like gas fees like go down by 90% right away. Maybe so, I'm wrong. Uh, Vitalik has spoke about it already, and he mm -hmm. said, they are planning to do it under one dollar after a proof of stake so if it comes out you should not anymore pay like 200 bucks right now just one for the transaction and it's a long-term plan so it shouldn't be or it wouldn't be at the start but i'm still optimizing that that uh, may be also a bull run attraction if we see a proof of stake it could help us to get again in the bull market and get more attraction to crypto yeah very much so um which would be bullish for uh for everything but like specifically on if we would you know want to point to you know to ethereum you know that's a big uh challenge in a big uh a, a lot of moving parts um it's not a decision that we would like take lightly and it's like something that you know we would have to have like a long-term confidence like uh, in the decision of course ethereum is the 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 big network out there it's the number one right um but you know there's uh, the the reason why we moved away is you know still even now um you know you pay multiple dollars per transaction that makes you know certain things um very hard unless you have nfts that are thousands of dollars and you know the percentage of that isn't so bad when you're trying to transact smaller things hmm. um you know it, it, it eats up more of the margin yeah yeah, no, that's this is great questions, Keenan. Uh, Runner five, what do you got for us, my friend? So I know with Unity coming up, um, you guys are gonna release the, I guess the class system, right? Where is, is that right or no? Yeah. So uh, okay. we got. Yeah, go ahead with the rest of your question. Okay. So since you guys are gonna release the class uh, system with with the Unity release, my question is, are you guys gonna do the same thing you guys did before, where you kind of just soul bound a uh, reset scroll and set reset scroll to the characters, um, so that people can reset if they want to the different class, or are people just gonna be stuck where they'll have to pay the two fifty orum, and then uh, additionally, onto that. Um, Gosh, I blanked. We'll, we'll leave it at that for now, and then I'll, I'll see if I can remember my second part of that question. Yeah, so 100% with the Unity release, like you'll be able to do a, a full free stat reset um, and then respec accordingly. We're still trying to figure out if we want to 
like hat uh, if if you can like reset your talent tree you know separately um then a then a like a reset scroll um also yeah so we're, we're like we're, we're figuring that out but you're 100 gonna get it for you know get a reset um figure out what class you want to be respect your talent uh your stat points and then you know go into the talent um tree in the class that you choose and i remember the second part that i was going to ask is regarding the reset scroll so like some mm -hmm. of my characters right now is happy with the stats that they had so i still have that soulbound scroll mm -hmm. that's that's in their inventory yeah, so my too, question yeah. my, my question is if i still have that one is are you guys going to be able to just like do it so everyone just has the one versus like we're just going to mass like send out one to each one so now my characters have two versus some people who now have the one since i never used the first one yeah great question i'd have to talk to like ian and the in the rest of the team um on the best way to do that um because he he led up on that project and that new way of doing the stat resets so i want to sync with him but before uh saying anything um on that i'm not sure um but at the very least, first part of your question with the, uh, you know, resets, everyone will get a free reset, be able to figure out what class you want to be. Um, and, uh, and, and, and there's, you know, an experience in the game where you can kind of see how the classes like look and feel before you make your decision. Perfect. That's great. All right. So we're going to go rapid fire here. You guys got one more question left for each of you. Um, we're pushing a little over an hour here. Perfect. So keep this uh, next question short. A precise answer for for nick if you can yeah and we'll we'll rock it so, out and end with that so go ahead pickle hell yeah. yeah i've got this i've got this um it's been almost a year since launch coming up to crazy year right which is awesome um and uh it's been maybe it'll be a couple months after that for the anniversary of when pickles so like <laughs> ken still hasn't given me a pickle mob there's no pickle material i can't farm pickles can't make can't use them to make potions like when we're waiting we'll, we'll have to we'll have to make sure that pickles are growable on the farms in crypto Raiders. <laughs> that that much of a promise i can make you yeah, at um, least cucumbers and i pickle them and i'm getting a monopoly okay and, no one else and, here, and, and here's the thing here, here's the one. thing and I'll, and I'll hold and i'll hold this to it if if you're here for the second anniversary i'll make sure that you get like a like a pickle trophy sent Done. to your <laughs> sent to your house Cl a guys clip it. pickle trophy dude clip, clip it. it right now one of one pickle trophy nft no one else can make pickles in the game oh my gosh and, and 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 the real life asset i love it <laughs> yes <laughs> all right keenan what do you got for us uh, so i got like four community questions and they are every one of them is like easy to answer okay uh -huh. go so through them real quick question is when is the quant gonna be like shoes? Uh, when's the what gonna be shoes? Yeah. <laughs> no. What? What was the question again? <laughs> uh, the quant. So it's oh. the guys that you are looking for. They're gonna do the balance stuff. When is Act One? No, he said quant. I think he's talking about the higher. Oh. Like U A N T or. Oh. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. The yes. Um, yeah. So we uh, we're, we're looking over the applications, and then <laughs> we're 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 firing off uh, uh, interviews to uh, everyone we want to talk to. Soon. Soon. Yeah. So, it, I got some uh, portal questions. Uh huh. So if you had to pick between buying a Makerverse or a Haber Beast, which one would you pick? None of them. They're all going to zero. <laughs> and uh, I'm not sure why he asked it, but he wanted to know about your feelings about gnomes. Gnomes? Yes. Uh, complete meme project. I, I bought way too many of them just to feel something. They're also probably going to zero. But who knows? I may wake up on Saturday. And it's gnome season, and they're pumping to the moon. <laughs> so the final question is: Would you rather be attacked by next hip for a week, or be a mod for underperforming overhyped project right after mint? <laughs> uh, I will definitely look at doing that. <laughs> 
oh damn that's gonna, gonna end fair <laughs> <laughs> alright runner 5 what you got buddy so my final question has to do with the alchemy tables uh, I think I've only missed one week maybe at most I've missed two weeks of uh, uh-huh. doing potions my question is at what point do they hit level 2 <laughs> Great question. It's coming up very soon. Um, and you will enjoy level two. Ooh. You'll be cranking them potions Ooh. out. Helby will also enjoy level two because <laughs> he is uh, his table and I've just been crafting with it as well. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Oh, I should have uh, sent you mine. I haven't crafted once because I forgot about it. Uh, just <laughs> that's send it over. Pickle. Just send it over, Pickle. I'll, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll create a potion and send it back whenever you want it. All right. Cheers, yep, but, but I'll ping to MacArthur and I'll get you a I'll get you a set date on the on the uh, alchemy tables. But um, yeah, thanks all of you for the great questions. I'm I'm super excited um, for Unity. I think that uh, just we're we're trying to do a lot of things. I think the 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 right way with this one, um, new build, finally live PvP, which I'm hyped for. People just quick matching, dueling each other with classes and class abilities um dungeons coming in multiple enemies in dungeons um we're going to try to do a much tighter eye level range for these eight new dungeons um so we're going to try to keep them between uh like three levels Mm. with the goal being that we'll have a much more diverse loot table pool um at the end game instead of these you know just one set of items Calls that are de facto the best yeah. right yeah because especially when you bring classes and on top of it um like we want a really diverse loot pool that is effective that people can you know do all sorts of cool things with um so, there, so yeah I, 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 there was a question that came in chat while you're talking about loot um yeah. uh, will we be able to sell more gear to Laz, like lower item levels at some point? Is that still an idea or a plan? Um, or maybe Disenchant, the lower tier stuff? I think, yeah, yeah, I think Disenchant is coming in, in September, I believe. But just yeah. in general, are I, we going to be able to sell more to Laz? I, I'm also keen to know if there's going to be like some little indicator, like a, a, a rare or a legacy or a, on some of those special event items so you don't accidentally sell them. If, if that makes sense, like yeah, if purple you could, robes there. Yeah, if you could actually drop that in feedback, that's a um, good, you know, quality of life thing that we can that we can look at. Um, I, I definitely think uh, eventually we can expand out um, the last tier. Mm-hmm. Um, I do think that disenchanting is probably what older gear will be primarily used for. Um, right now, I want to keep those ranges where they are. Mm-hmm. I don't want to shake up the economy. Um, I want to keep that flat because things are looking healthy in terms of input and output. Um, so I don't want to make any changes there uh, right now. Just just focus on getting Unity up, yeah. shift up the uh, last tiers alongside with that, let people enjoy all the new content, see how the economy flows with that, and then potentially we could we could make some changes. I love it. All right. Two other questions from the community. We'll ask those real quick. Um, and this one this one goes along with what Pickle was saying in his first question. Uh, with the recruiting uh, and the generation model, uh, with the experience that you guys have had uh, in these last eight, nine months or so, um, have you thought about a process of recruiting or breeding or like a better process? Like maybe we don't buy, maybe maybe we just buy the Raiders out and we don't breed. Maybe that's a way to control. Maybe, have you guys thought about any aspect of that at all to changing that up a little? Is that like a if if you could go back? Yeah, kind of like question, if you could go if, back or even going forward. Yeah, um, if if we could go back, I mean, I think that there's uh, some fundamental like logic flaws with recruiting and breeding models mm-hmm. um, because you're you're removing. There's a reason why it was popular for a while, especially in a bull market. But you're you're kind of uh, you're creating almost like a like a federal reserve kind of setup to trying to control an economy mm-hmm. where it's not in your fully in the project's control. You know what I mean? So you're like, okay, things look great, like recruitment on, you know, quantitative easing, and then it's like, 
oh no things don't look great great quantitative tightening like you know what i mean like pull like stop recruitment and try to let things like you know settle out i think a lot of projects will potentially take a route where like you know there there is no generations there is no caps and if just someone wants to go and uh you know uh, join crypto raiders they can you know just buy an nft like off the website mm -hmm. you know like almost yeah. infinite supply but then that still has uh game attention cycle mm -hmm. issues mm -hmm. right if it that that system is still far from perfect because if a hundred thousand people buy nfts and then uh, fifty thousand want to go play a different game and they all want to sell um you know there'll probably be a lot of nft games where you just go into the game um uh, without buying like a base nft and then like everything's like built on top i mean there's all sorts of different models yeah. to, to to look at and do um i think for us uh like you know looking looking forward um it, it like we, we have to get to the point where like we would want to have more raiders yeah out there before like we like would want to make like any sort of um concrete decision but yeah there's all sorts of things like you could you could let uh, you could make generation one and through six you could make that like the permanent like genesis series of raiders and then you know a year from now like people can come in and they can just buy a a base raider yeah. right with orum or something like that and it's not a tradable character and it's not um uh, you know this or that but once again i'm just spitballing because that's not even something i'm necessarily a fan of because then you're i think that it's really cool that the character itself is an nft i think from like an ownership web3 perspective that's yeah. like really really cool yeah. um and then also we have to be mindful of working it into our existing model one of the things that uh was the big like learning experience for me is that like you don't you don't want to knee jerk things around too much. Um, you know, it, it, especially if you think that you can just uh, go against gravity, it's just not possible. And you'll end up just like changing a bunch of things. Um, so I think like when we get to the position that we want to do recruitment, we have to be like very mindful of our existing structure, our existing community, make sure that we're doing something that's sustainable. Um, so like right now it, it would just be like, you know, speculation on the route ahead. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. That makes sense. No, that's good. At least you guys are kind of thinking about it. And the last question I took from community was, um, uh, do you, are you planning a subnet on Polygon for crypto raiders? Is that even a thought or is that a long way off? Yeah, not, yeah, not even really a, a, a thought right now. I think with like any sort of like new technology, the smart decision is that you don't have to be the first one to that technology mm -hmm. and let other people be the um, guinea pigs and wait for there to be validation um, that that it like makes sense and it's effective and it doesn't break all the time or, you know, what have you. Um, it's definitely interesting. It's cool. I think they're calling it supernets, right? Oh, is that on what they're calling supernets now? Yeah. And on AVAX, it's 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 subnets. But um you know uh, getting on different chains or you know getting uh, on like different types of like technology i think that those are things to look at like in an expansionary crypto market right now we're not um we're in a contracting one so i think the best thing is just like really focus on like making crypto raiders the best game possible get player growth in and then when macro conditions are improving that's when strategically making those kinds of moves have big upsides um to the to the game awesome oh that's great um final questions from any of you do any any of you have any last second questions you want to ask otherwise we're going to get get it wrapped up and uh pull a winner for the free raider yeah when are we gonna make a crypto raider song yeah i'm See, down dude you doing the beats or you doing the the vocal Kenny wants to rap i, I said we get um, we get, we get freeze for the <laughs> We get Frizz of Soul for the beats. Frizz of Soul for the beats mm. on the track. Let's get it. Let's do I'm it. I'm down. Dude, My money don't dig with you. It holds. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm pretty good at freestyling. I'll have you. I'll have you all know. So you know, you get a good beat. You know, get a couple there drinks in me. 
Get a little virtual studio room going. I'll, I'll drop some fire. I'll drop some fire. Set it <laughs> we up. gotta get go. it. We gotta all get into Chris's studio. Set it up. Let's go. <laughs> I'm just. I'm just. You're gonna drop the beat, and I'm just gonna go in the background. No, we man. Let's go, dude. <laughs> I love it. I love it. All right. Raider Con win. Raider Con win. 2023, right? <laughs> Let's go. All right, last minute uh, for you all to buy your tickets for the free Raider. Go ahead, Nick. Uh, yeah, but I mean, we're definitely looking at, um, you know, maybe at the very least at a, um, like a popular crypto conference or something like that, like doing a, uh, you know, a party meetup, something like that, just to get, um, you know, some community members interacting. Um, but uh, yeah. Uh, with with the plans that we have and the grind that we're going to have there will be a raider con for sure um but we may have to you know baby step our way into it you know good little yeah. uh good little uh party at a uh at a uh conference you know that's it that's it looks a little bit better on the balance sheet the 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 pnls you know i think the team meetup and that kind of thing is a, is a starting point so it's a great get great yeah it was well. huge man because you gotta you know y you all know how it is you've been with computers I'm assuming most of you are like your whole life's like you can build like great uh, friendships. And I've been working remote since uh, 2010, 12 years now. And there's pros and cons, you know what I mean? One of the cons is that you <coughs> lose that real interpersonal, you know, like in-person connection. Um, so like, that's why we are like, we have to do a, 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 a retreat and just get everyone together and like build those bonds. Um, you know, especially since we're trying to do this for years and years and years together. So um, that was a great one for the team. Next step, like do something cool for the community for sure. Yeah, shout out to Safir, who's in chat, who I met up with as well. What a legend. He's the man, dude. He's he's a legend. Um, is that the real Safir? I don't know if that's the real Safir, though. I think it is. I, I don't know. It's his first time in chat. It's saying it's his first time in chat. He's been in my chat. He's right? been in your chat. Yeah, he's, 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 he's making sure I'm not leaking anything too crazy. <laughs> what? All right. It already happened. Too late. <laughs> it's already <laughs> happened. Too late. Closing the giveaway. Five, four, three, two, one. It's closed. Let's see who's gonna win. Is it gonna be I'm Bad Kids again? Uh, exactly. Runner right, five. Let's go. Yeah, let's go, dude. <laughs> Streamer luck, boys. Let's go, runner five. I just did it as a joke. I, I'm not trying to win the race. <laughs> okay. Uh, all right, rerolling, rerolling. Here we go. Three, two, one. Oh my gosh, you gotta be kidding me. No. <laughs> Wait, he is dead. I think he's won five raiders from us. <laughs> oh, I'm dying right now. Oh my lord! It's not possible. Ten percent. That's destiny. You gotta he's, get it. Yeah, yeah, he's getting it. Uh, he's just, it's just. I think he's won all of his raiders. <laughs> he's won. He's won one for me as well. You know that. Has he really? That's hilarious. Huge rigging it. He's got a small <laughs> army of free raiders at this point. Yeah, he does. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. All right. Well, Keenan, Pickle, Runner5, thank you so much for two, for coming in uh, and yeah, accepting the you. invitation. I think you guys brought some great questions. Nick, yeah, they're fantastic. as always, an absolute pleasure. Uh, we get in a gifted bomb. Five gifted tears. Let's oh, go. Wow. Let's go. Oh, hypes and chat. Yeah, you even got one of them. I even got one. Let's go. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, next. Thank you so much. Uh, it was awesome. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, had a great time, guys. Hey, uh, as always, to those in the community, uh, we will have this on Spotify for you guys to listen uh, after the fact, um, as well as on YouTube. So make sure you tune on there. Share it with anyone and everyone interested in Crypto Raiders. And uh, as always, we'll see you next time in a couple weeks. Peace.